Hello everyone. So today we're going to talk about Chem 135, one of the common courses that uh, students usually take when they come to U of D for life science program. So now let's start with the syllabus, Omar. Yeah, so a really great thing about this syllabus is that your grades are coming from a lot of places. Uh, so first off, there's going to be tutorial quizzes, which are worth 5%. They're usually done on team up. And the good thing about them is their best 7 out of 10 will count towards your grade, so you have a bit of room for error. Uh, there's also practicals or labs. These are 25% of your grade, and they're going to be a combination of lab quizzes as well as lab reports. Uh, there's going to be two term tests together being worth 35% of your grade. However, the lower tests will be worth 12.5% of your grade, and the higher tests will be worth 22.5% of your grade. So again, some room for error. And then, of course, there's going to be a final exam for this course, which is 35% of the grade at the end of the course. So just a quick disclaimer. So we took this course when it was online uh, due to COVID. Uh, and we think that some of the some parts of the course would change, obviously, because uh, this course now uh, is in person for upcoming students. However, when we took the course, uh, especially I remember uh, during the uh, tutorials, we had um, online quizzes, which were on a platform called TeamUp. Um, and this allowed us to work with other students and uh, it was a group work so that you you had to come up with an answer with your uh, with your team and uh, even if you made any mistakes you had room for error so you could have tried again uh, but i think you have up to like maybe three or four tries before you uh, get to the right answer and if you don't you lose the whole mark but and it's not um as i said as, as omar said you, you it's seven out of ten so you have um three team ups to lose so it's not that bad uh, do you have anything to add on in the tutorials? Yeah, so of course the team-ups and the tours are a great chance to work with your peers. But it's also really important that uh, you guys utilize your TAs. This is because, you know, in lectures, especially in first-year courses, the lectures are very big and there's a lot of students. So professors don't have so much time to, to delegate to students who need help specifically, as much as they'd love to. Uh, so that's where the TAs can step in, especially during your tutorials. They often encourage students to ask questions. And if you have a trouble with a concept and you really need someone to guide you through a problem, your best bet is going to be your TA. They know the material just as well as the professors, uh, and they're very helpful and good at explaining them. So that's also a key portion of the tutorials. Uh, moving on from the tutorials, the practicals also are a very interesting experience, and they're a very helpful experience because um, they kind of give you a chance to use what you're learning and see what it actually applies to in real life to a degree in the lab. Uh, the good thing about the practicals is I remember going in first year and I was so stressed about the practicals because there's a time constraint, so to speak, especially with a lot of the lab reports. Oftentimes there will be assignments which are due at the end of the lab. Um, and this at first seemed pretty stressful to me. But upon entering the lab, I kind of realized that you do have lots of help. Once again, it is a team building experience. You do generally are working in a group, not always, but generally. And then, of course, the lab TA is very, very helpful. Just like the tutorial TAs, they're oftentimes grad students or someone that went to U of T. Um, and they are willing to hold your hand through the whole process. I've seen it with my eyes. Um, there are people who didn't use the lab manual. They use the lab TA instead. Uh, and they're always very willing to help. So it's always good to have them in your corner. Yeah, uh, I remember when we did the course, uh, most of our uh, lab was based on um, Excel. So because they couldn't do it in person, so we had to do all of our homeworks and most of the um, work on Excel. And but I don't know how it's gonna be now. But even if they're gonna teach, if if they're gonna uh, require you to do Excel, they will for sure they will teach you how to do it. Because uh, I didn't know how to use some of the um, skills in uh, in Excel. Okay, so when it comes to tests in this course, um, so as Omar said, you have two term tests, 
and you have a, a final exam. I, I doubt it's going to be cumulative, but um, I know that materials build up, so you need to know the materials um, uh, from the previous chapters. Uh, I would say if you want to do well, the best thing to do is to make sure that you go to the lectures or watch the recordings uh, and know the concept very well. However, uh, if this is not a course that you have to do lots of memorization. You have to mostly apply your knowledge. So I would recommend do the practice questions as much as you can. Um, uh, usually um, they give you a um, number of questions to do before each tutorial for that specific uh, part of the book. Or chapter and make sure that you do all the questions and if you don't know um, the answer uh, make sure that you ask from the TA or um, uh, the prof uh, after the lecture and I think that would be um, that would help you a lot when it comes to tests do you have any other recommendations? oh yeah for sure I mean there isn't much else to say other than practice a lot you know the immediately once you have the concepts down or you understand them you should really start applying them and uh, the bulk of your studying before a test should definitely be practice um, it's also, of course, because you're going to be doing practice, practice is time consuming. So if you're going to study for a course that's so application based and that you have to go through problems, not just read concepts, it is, of course, uh, good to start studying as early as possible, as early as you have time for. Um, other than that, I don't think there's really much else to uh, doing good on the test other than perhaps time management uh, throughout the test. Uh, in high school, you might be coming from a very relaxed environment during tests where you have ample time. And university, the professors do try to give you enough time on the test that they feel is important or that you, they feel is needed. Um, but this might still feel a little bit fast paced depending on what your background is. So it is also very good to practice time tests before an exam. This is really for any course, uh, especially application courses, uh, where each question generally takes a little bit more time than just clicking the right answer right away. Um, and in doing so, you kind of can acclimate yourself to the pressure of a university test and you kind of end up getting your pace up, which is very helpful as well. Yeah, so that's just a few of our own experiences, uh, but you don't have to just take it from us because today we're fortunate enough to be able to talk with one of the professors of the course herself, Professor Quinlan. Thank you for joining us today and answering some of our questions. Okay, so let's start with the questions. The first one is, what should students expect from Chem 135? Chem 135 is a physical chemistry course that dives deeper into areas that you studied in high school, such as states of matter, kinetics, equilibrium, and thermochemistry. We will see how atomic or molecular characteristics account for properties on the macroscopic level. We will also solve problems and think about what the answers mean in terms of the chemistry we're discussing. There is also a lab component to Chem 135, which focuses on an introduction to a variety of glassware and equipment. You will also collect and analyze data, which will reinforce concepts seen in class. I hope you enjoy the course. All right, perfect, thank you. Um, our second question is, is the textbook required and why? Yes, the textbook is important for several reasons. First of all, the majority of the problems that are essential to your learning in Chem 135 will be assigned from the textbook. In addition, the textbook is a very valuable resource for clarifying course material. In university, you will find that you have to do more of your learning outside of the classroom than you did in high school. The textbook allows you to read in a targeted way about concepts that you found challenging or where you need more background information. Our third question is, what tips do you have for successing in Chem 135? I have so many tips that I can't possibly share all of them here. I'll focus on three tips. The first one is to keep up. The material in this course builds. If you get behind, it can be difficult to catch up as you have to learn the old material before you can learn the new material. 
The second tip is to get help. If you're struggling in the course, ask for help. The teaching team cares about your success in the course. There are several office hours each week for students to drop in and ask for help with course content, including lab material. There are also peer tutors for the course. In addition, there are weekly tutorial sessions with teaching assistants who are also great resources. So there's lots of help available if you take advantage. The third tip is to be deliberate in your approach to learning. Focus on understanding, not memorizing. Actively engage with the, the material. This means spending time doing, engaging, and interacting with the material. For example, do problems, teach a friend a concept, test yourself on the material without looking at your notes. Spend less time passively learning, for example, watching videos. Okay, and the last frequently asked question is, why is this course helpful for future studies here in life sciences, and how does it connect with other courses that people might take down the road? You may have heard chemistry called the central science. This is because chemistry plays a crucial role in connecting and influencing many other scientific disciplines, including biology. In the context of biology, chemistry is important to understanding life on a molecular level. For example, without chemistry, it would not be possible to understand how molecules important to biology, such as DNA or enzymes, function. In addition, chemical reactions underpin drug development, biotechnology, environmental studies, and many other fields. Truly, having an understanding of chemistry is vital in understanding our world. All right, fantastic. Thank you so much, Professor Quinlan, for joining us today. It was a pleasure. And thank you to everyone for listening today. We wish you the best of luck in your courses. And yeah, that was Chem 135 from Life Science 101 in a nutshell.